Hey, welcome to James Crowley's Infinite Playlist, the podcast where I try to hear every song that's ever existed. My guest this week is a dear, 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 dear friend. <laughs> uh, I, I should have counted. And actually, I think that's like a solid eight. Uh, um, uh, Carrie Donnelly, Carrie, how's it going? I'm good. How about you, <laughs> uh, Carrie? Th- so, like, you're the first person that like there's been a relation on the podcast because your older brother John was on uh, an earlier episode, mm-hmm. uh, episode twelve, on a boat with John Donnelly, <laughs> <laughs> which is saying that out loud is kind of fitting. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> Sorry, I want you what kind of fitting. I don't know. Like, I don't, that's like, it, I feel like it kind of fits John's vibe. That oh, he the would on be a boat? On a boat, yeah. It definitely does. I'm surprised he didn't do like on a train. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't have a, tra- I don't have a train option on my <laughs> list. <laughs> well, um, those are actually just all songs by train. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. That's the best playlist. I- um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Carrie, how's it going? Oh, pretty good, pretty good. How about you? Good, good. We, we just had... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's always good to check in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So before we get into it, a uh, couple of things I got to promote. Uh, first, follow me on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at James P. Crowley on Instagram and at James P. Crowley 68 on Twitter. Um, and I've got shows coming up. I think when this goes up, I'm going to be producing a late night show at White Plains Comedy Club on either February 7th or 8th. It'll be like a 10 p.m. show. I still haven't finalized the lineup, but it'll be a good show. Uh, I'll include a ticket link down here and w- down in the description and whatever, uh, sh- whichever date it is. It's a, <laughs> either the 7th or the 8th. It's a Friday or Saturday. It'll be fun. Uh, but yeah, Carrie, let's get into, before we get into the playlist, what type of music do you typically listen to? Honestly, the thing about me is that my music has just like no consistency, if I'm being honest. Like I could see that. <laughs> yeah, it was very scattered. Yeah. So like one day I might be listening to like Michael Bublé all day, and the next day I'm listening to like Run the Jewels all day. Like that's just. But I like all kinds of things. You know. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I I was trying to think of a good Michael Bublé joke, but there there isn't really one. There really isn't. It's kind of an awkward area. <laughs> like, yeah, Michael Bublé is such like a strange artist because like he ha- kind of has like a multi generational appeal, but like he's definitely like catering to like suburban moms for sure. <laughs> yeah, and I have I think a very suburban mom air about me at times. <laughs> you so. will be a suburban mom one day. Eventually. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's uh, let's get into the playlist. So the theme you, well, so let's talk a little bit about <laughs> how this, because you accidentally texted me about the group uh, 17. Right. Uh, who I, I think I'd heard of, but I didn't really, and I was just like, Carrie, what is this? Yeah. So, <laughs> My friend that introduced me to this band, he's also a James, but he actually does not go by Jimmy at all. He hates going by Jimmy. But I have you guys as like similar contacts, right. gays. I think I was just something I'm, you know, Spotify will send you like, oh, this band has a concert coming up. It's whatever. And I hadn't listened to them in forever, but I started listening to them again, to them again and it popped up that they're coming to New Jersey. And I meant to send it to my friend James, be like, would you want to go check this out? Because like. Embarrassingly, I'm pulling up the text. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm not like ignoring you, but oh, yeah. How could you? Uh, <laughs> keep going. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, so, like, I was meaning to send it to him and be like, oh, my gosh, like, would you want to go see this? Because, like, embarrassingly, we have already been to, like, K-pop concerts together. We went to K-pop, K-Con New York. And I was like, oh, let's see. Was that at Terminal 5? Um, I think it might have also been at the Prudential Center. Oh, uh, okay. It's been a while, but I could have been. <laughs> <laughs> it's wherever New Jersey's hockey team plays, because I remember the banners. But so okay. if that helps anybody. <laughs> Wait, which hockey team? Sorry. New I... Jersey's, like, I think it's oh, the, the Devils. Devils. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. I guess that's probably the Prudential Center, but I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I sent it to him. I meant to send it to him, and then I sent it to you. And you, then I... <laughs> you sent me... Um, uh, so you sent me a link to a Spotify playlist that I guess is their set list that they do. Right. Because... <laughs> I was like, what is this game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, new music. Because, um, you know, they you never really know if they're just going to do their mu- new music or right. their old music. And, like, I hadn't listened to them in a very long time. And so my friend, so we were like, oh, well, maybe if they're doing some of their older stuff, like, we could check it out. But... Yeah. Right. And then we started talking about doing an episode of the podcast uh, with all international music, which I misinterpreted uh, when I was first working on my playlist to be, they all have to be in a foreign language, oh. <laughs> which, is, <laughs> which like not something I was <laughs> necessarily thinking when I first said it, but I was like, all right, <laughs> gonna all be in not English. <laughs> and then like, <laughs> so I, like I, towards the end, it's different, but like. I remember I was going through and cause some of mine, aren't some of mine are like Irish or whatever and right. I was listening to yours and I'm like none of these are in English did I make a mistake <laughs> um no I I really should have specified I I well you know what the thing is too is I didn't listen to your playlist until after I'd um made mine gotcha so like I think if I'd listened to yours first I would have been like Oh, this is super easy. <laughs> I know bands from all over the world. <laughs> there are like a few that you should have known though on site though. I, I should have. I feel like I just didn't like look at it really. Mm-hmm. I, I was just like, okay, cool. And then I was just thinking, this is really hard. <laughs> you know, I was coasting. I had like too many songs. I was like, how do I narrow this list down? <laughs> Um, but yeah, so like it, that was one of the, so that was one of those things where I was just sort of like, uh, so, (laughs) so yeah, so like I said, mine, a lot of stuff that isn't in English, uh, but which was like a fun challenge and then like, you know, it's cool, but Mm. it just ended up being a lot of heavy metal. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so we kind of went into it, but what was your approach for this? My approach, so what had happened was, because we had initially been talking about K-pop, and so at first I was like, that was just the zone I was in, and then I was like, wait, this is too much, (laughs) talking international, so I like moved some out, Um, and then I moved on to like, so I did that because that's what we were talking about, and then I listened to like a good amount of Japanese music, but then I also just wanted to like put some other stuff in there, like always listen to Irish music growing up, just a few right. artists that are from other countries and maybe it like yeah. kind of sees what they're kind of, not like pop, but what their music is like, even though it's a lot of it's like also popular in America if it's in English. Yeah, but. well, because stuff sort of, the, I mean, we'll get into it when we get there, but a lot of the stuff is sort of like, uh, what's the word, like Western yeah. pop music where like, uh, I remember like, 
uh, I was thinking about this earlier <laughs> as I was getting ready. Um, at, when I was in uh, like middle school or something, my music teacher started talking to us about like world music, which is like kind of not a real genre, yeah. but like kind of is. But so like the way he said it was just like music from other countries. Mm-hmm. And like, so I remember uh, Greg Martin <laughs> said to him, so like is ACDC world music? Cause they're from <laughs> Australia. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and like, That's very classic. I feel like, oh my God. But like, uh, you know, it's, it, there's a little bit of a point there. Right. But, but also like, you'd never think of like ACDC as necessarily like an international artist. Never. No. So like, yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, but so <laughs> let's get into it with your first pick, which was 17, mm-hmm. uh, which is Thinking About You. So I like this song a lot. It actually, like, it didn't come off the way... I don't know if it's just them, but I think it's most K-pop bands. They'll do, like, mini albums and then, like, actual albums. So they're releasing... That's kind of, like, the vibe I get just looking at, like, 17's, like, uh, uh, Apple Music page. Yeah, so they're just, like, kind of constantly releasing things. But so this came out not with one of their big albums, but it was, like, a director's cut. Okay. And I didn't think I was going to... I don't know. I just, like... I don't even know what... I'll be honest, I'm not the most, like... I don't know too much about the music industry, so I'm like... uh, I was like, oh, I don't know, I'll check it out. Like, I don't know why it's not on the album. But I thought it was just, like, you know, hearing it and looking at the lyrics, I thought it was just, like, very sweet and just kind of very upbeat, like, to listen to, you know? You know what I didn't do, which is very irresponsible (laughs) for this episode specifically, (laughs) is look up the lyrics for any of these. (laughs) So, like, well, because I'm like, I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, that's the big barrier I had with, like, all the K-pop songs where I'm like, this is cool. I don't know what they're saying. (laughs) Right. Well, I guess that's also part of it, though, is that, like, you're not going to know the lyrics when you're listening to it. So, like, do you enjoy it even without it, you know? Because that's kind of important. Well, what what do you... How does it manifest itself for you? So, in terms of, like, what do I think the meaning is listening to it? Oh, well, like, like, when... 
you don't speak Korean, right? I do not. <laughs> <laughs> should get that out of the way first. So, like, if you're listening to, like, a K-pop song and you don't necessarily know the what they're saying, mm-hmm. you know, what uh, how how does that affect your enjoyment? It doesn't for a ton for me. Kind of what might happen is that, like, I'll kind of impress my own meaning based on, like, the sound of it. Because, you know, like, you listen to, like, instrumental music or you listen to classical music and you put your own, even though if, if yeah. there's no words, you put your own meaning on it. Or, like, even you're hearing, even if you're not, like, hearing what they're saying, you can hear the emotion, I guess, in what they're saying. Or kind of guess at it. Um, sometimes I'll think it means something and then I'll look it up and it'll be something completely <laughs> different. And I'm like, how does this, I don't know how I feel. Like, not in a bad way, but I'm like, conflicts, kind of. You haven't done it where, like, you look it up and it's like, oh, this is just Nazi propaganda. <laughs> that right? has not happened to me yet. Yet. Uh, yet. But it's, like, kind of, like, it's almost got, like, kind of competing emotions then in my head, kind of, of, like, oh, well, this is the meaning of the song. Maybe it's a sadder song than I thought it was, or maybe it's a happier song than I thought it was. But um, overall, it really kind of doesn't, you know, like... I've listened to a lot of like music not in English. It's fair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I so I just pulled up the lyrics. <laughs> um, which initially I was gonna be like, what the fuck? Cause on the genius page, they have it in the original language, but it's like the characters, and I'm like, I really can't <laughs> Even fucking more read lost. this. <laughs> and like it, I'm on genius, so I'm like, oh, maybe it'll be like you scroll over and it'll show the English. Nope, but if you scroll way down, oh yeah, the English. It makes it look like it's a super long song. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn, this is w-. well, because then they have it. I guess the so like this is just showing how ignorant I am. <laughs> it it lists the language at the top where it says Hangul, Hangul. Right. So what that is, because I don't know exactly, but I do know some Chinese. And so there's like, so for Chinese, you have the characters. And right. then I think, I'm not sure what it's called in Korean, but for Chinese, it's called pinyin, which is kind of like, I don't know what the actual term for it. I keep forgetting what it is. But like our alphabet, it's like how you would write it out to right. pronounce it. Um, so that's kind of like what they're yeah, doing. and then it has romanization, which I assume is like just it in like in Roman characters. Yes, um, and then it has English. That's what um, I, I should say Roman characters. Now I'm like, how are alphabets? What, what are our letters? <laughs> <laughs> our word numbers. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. I I did really enjoy this. Song. The, a lot of this is going to be me being like, I don't know what they were saying, <laughs> <laughs> but I I did enjoy this song. It you know it's so funny because I feel like there's sort of like a perception about K-pop and like J-pop and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but like this could be. Uh, I mean, Lord knows it probably is, and I'm just ignorant to popular <laughs> music, but, like, this could be a pop song on an American radio station Definitely. if the words were in English. Absolutely. Like, I think, like, um, what's it call it? I think because a lot about K-pop is so, like, loud in a way, like, because the music videos are always crazy, there tends to be, it tends to be, like, very pop, um, or, like, there's just a lot going on in a lot of songs, but those tend to be, like, the songs that go viral, and then when you listen to, like, more depth to the rest of the band, it's, like, not the same. Like, it might be, like, oh, they kind of take a little more, like, 
I don't know how exactly to call it, but it's not just like that marketability level, you know what I mean? Right. It becomes to be more like, okay, like this is popular here, this is more acoustic, this is more, I don't know. So it's more sense. like varied when you, if you like dive into like an artist's catalog. Yeah, absolutely. That's like I think, because we say like, okay, pop a genre, but like that's a, that basically just means like, oh, it's like pop for a whole country. <laughs> <laughs> so it could be like anything, you know? Well, that's I mean? one of those things where like, you know, even like using the term pop as like a, a, a genre mm-hmm. is kind of a shitty... Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like vague. Yeah, like, because I'm like, because like essentially like Frank Sinatra is a pop star, but also so is like Justin Bieber. Mm-hmm. And like there's so little that's the same with either of those artists, but like both still pop music and then uh, pop is you know just literally whatever's popular yeah literally. so like <laughs> you know you'll have you know tyler the creator is pop yeah or like, yeah um and then like if you talk to like people that are like into classical music just like anything is pop that's not classical literally like and i feel like people resent the idea that their music is pop too you know what i mean like uh, generally yeah. yeah if i was like you know i have buddies who like because you mentioned Tyler the Creator, I like have buddies that love Tyler the Creator. But if I were to be like, "Oh yeah, it's pop music," they'd be like, "It's not pop music." It's right. like, yeah, uh, and like, yeah, and it, it, I don't know, it's so strange, like the mm-hmm. the semantics we get caught up in. Like even like, I saw it happen with uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame announced their inductees uh, last week. Oh really? And like, uh, yeah, and you know, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but really, it's the pop music hall of fame rock and roll is just a stand-in for whatever you know the same way rock star is just like a term Mm -hmm. and like you know people were upset that notorious big and whitney houston went in when neither is a rock artist right yeah um and you know it's weird (laughs) but uh, (laughs) let's keep on rolling along we're gonna since you have more than me i'm gonna double up sometimes so we'll double up for the first one uh is flogging molly Guns of Jericho. There's something in my eye. Well, there's something in my throat. Oh, maybe I am not the man I used to be before. Although I'm feeling strong, it's the bed where I belong. All dancing days are over, so I'm sipping on, sipping on a toddy made with love. And who is she dangling at me knee? The quarter is my apple or the cruel banshee. Who am I to say or criticize? The devil gave me warning, so I chose to live a life. Well, perhaps I should go to where the trumpets roll and away to hear the guns, Jericho. I grew up in the east and I threw up in the west. And thinking, holy Jesus, this is great King of my domain Well, there's nothing in the name And it wasn't long before I grew to realize Realize the fact we're all the same And though I might, seldom do I fight I'll tell you all about uh, tell me a little bit about this one. Well, because I actually probably listened to Flogging Molly, lots of you and my brother playing it around me. Right. And so that was like a thing like growing up I started listening to. And I think I liked just, again, like just the sound of Guns of Jericho. Like I love like the instrumental aspects to it. 
Um, I do like the lead singer's voice a lot. Like, I yeah. think it's just very, like, he's got a lot of personality when he sings. Um, it's just always a good, like, thing to have. Yeah. yeah. And this one really kind of, like, it, so the, this couldn't be more different than the last song. Right. Um, but, like, this is very, like, it, one of the things that, like, Flogging Molly, I think, does well is they, when they incorporate, like, Irish folk elements in, they really kind of keep the folkiness of the original music. Mm -hmm. um, where, like, you know, obviously their biggest contemporary is the Dropkick Murphys, but, like, Dropkick Murphys are still pretty much a punk band through and through. Absolutely. I think, like, hearing them both, I think I kind of tend to love folk music. I yeah. think that's why, like, if I am had to choose ever between, between listening to the two, I always kind of lean towards Flogging Molly. Because, like, I like them both. But I, I lean towards that. Dropkick Murphy. Really? But also pop-punk, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <true>. pop <laughs> you know. They, they could have been a hardcore band. But, um, yeah, I, I, I did write that this isn't as good as the Dropkick Murphys. <laughs> um, but that's just because my own biases. <laughs> you got to get out of your hometown as fast as possible. Well, I don't know. Dropkick Murphys kind of love their hometown they a do. lot. That's true. That's very true. I tried to make a pop punk joke there. It failed. <laughs> um, there will be plenty of opportunities <laughs> for pop punk jokes further down the line. There, there's like three pop punk songs on this. True. But uh, let's dive into my first pick, which is Antisocial by Trust. French music a lot. I noticed. I noticed <laughs> like, I, I didn't even, like, realize that. Um, uh, so, like, I assume you hadn't heard this prior to. So, like, no. I mainly know this song because Anthrax did a cover of it. Um, and, you know, obviously, like, you go back and, like, found the original and, like, French thrash metal band <laughs> that, like, just did, like... Uh, I don't know. I I think that this is kind of a just cool pop song. <laughs> I liked it a lot. Um, I was surprised by, like... So it was, again, one of those where, like, you hear it and then you look up the lyrics and it's different. The lyrics, like, when I 
looked up what they were, were a lot more like brutal than I thought they were going to be at times. You know, I don't even know what it's. Yeah, (laughs) 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 like I, I'm familiar-ish, but like I don't know it super well, so I never really thought of it as like how how do you think they were brutal not brutal i guess but like i guess listening to it it sounded a bit to me like especially when it first started before the vocals came in like it was um more it sounded kind of like this is going to sound strange but my first thought of a song it reminded me of was like freebird with the music in the background a little bit yeah yeah so i well, didn't expect it oh sorry no go ahead so i didn't expect it and i looked at the lyrics and it seemed to be more like it started out about being a person who's antisocial but then it seems like that person becomes like very like toxic and angry as i become more and more well yeah it's very much like a you know <sighs> It's like a big like fuck you song. Yeah, for sure. Where like when you're mad at someone and you're like, oh, you know, like money's all that you desire, you know, like mm-hmm. it's a really like political song yeah. to some extent. Um, and like I like that. And like I think that, you know, ha- having the chorus be your antisocial <laughs> doesn't really make a lot of sense. <laughs> but like. Yeah, that's, that's what I think confused me a little bit was like the chorus versus like the content of the song i think you know yeah yeah Mm -hmm. um and i don't know the other thing that i like about this too is even though it's like a thrash song and it's metal i think that like the intro and like they kind of do these sort of interesting chords that are a little bit more like clean and a little bit more like indie rock pop punk leaning Mm -hmm. where like it's not like when most people think thrash metal they think slayer or you know metallica or something like that and like there's definitely some of that in here but it's not like as um it's not as like in your face i feel yeah for sure yeah (laughs) but uh yeah let's keep on rolling along into your next pick which is again by yui of question marks at the end of my my pronunciations in this uh but yeah tell me a little bit about this um i just like i love this song i admit admittedly am like a bit of an anime nerd which i blame you for why because you were the one who don't brought, don't lay this shit on me i am because <laughs> you're the reason like Yu-Gi-Oh is always on in my house uh, <laughs> That was my introductory at the age of five. <laughs> so. Yeah, but that's like the only thing I watch. Uh, Pokemon. You guys watch a lot of Pokemon. Yeah. I, don't, I, I always like, whenever I think about it, like, because like I'm 
couldn't be less into anime. <laughs> I know, yeah. Um, but, like, whenever I think about, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, just because those were both incredibly popular. So, like, mm, for sure. even if you didn't know me, you'd probably be aware of them, <laughs> for the record. Fair. But one of the things I always end up, like, thinking about when it comes to those sort of shows is I remember when I was in high school, my high school had an anime club, and I remember seeing the posters, and, like, the posters they had had, like, Yu-Gi-Oh!, Pokemon... I want to say Dragon Ball Z mm. and like one more that like was popular, but I can't remember now. Was it Naruto? <laughs> yes, actually, probably Naruto. Probably. Because um, those are like, I feel like, because I was never anime club level, you know what right, I mean? Yeah. But I feel like those are like the four introductory ones, you know well, what I mean? So the thing I always think about is like, do you like anime? You come to anime club and it had those four pictures, but then underneath it, it said, this is not good anime. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Like, I think they're all fantastic. I actually have never watched really any Dragon Ball Z. I, have, I, I haven't. And like so many people I know like love Dragon Ball Z. Doesn't John love Dragon Ball Z? Probably. One we, day, maybe. <laughs> we can find out later. <laughs> I could text him. Just like, do yeah. you love Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember he had a coloring book of it. Not like a coloring book, but you could like trace or like it taught you how to draw different characters. Okay. So mm. for a while, like all over our house, there'd just be like drawings of Dragon Ball Z characters. I was like, I'm so proud of your art, kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to text him now and maybe we'll have an answer by the end of this nice um do you love <laughs> Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> <laughs> he's like out running errands <laughs> trying to do adult stuff i'm like what's your opinion on dragon ball Z? <laughs> um, um i feel like that's the wrong phrasing for john too because he'll be like no well, like, like he, he won't even say like I used to. Yeah, he definitely won't say. <laughs> He'll I be used like, to. no, it's stupid. And John's <laughs> definitely he's very all in or all out. Like, That's he, true. Yeah, like one day he was talking about like Jersey Shore to me, being like, oh yeah, this was a funny scene. And then the next day I was like, oh, did you ever see this episode? He's like, why would I watch that crap, Gary? <laughs> <laughs> like, we were just talking about it. Uh, welcome to James Crowley's Infinite Place, <laughs> the podcast where we make fun of John Donnelly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, John. Uh, <laughs> well, I'll move. I'll I feel like he doesn't listen to this, so like I don't know. Now that I feel like he might, I think he does. I don't know. Well, John, I'm no. not going to tell him that we talked about him. On <laughs> we'll he'll never know. We'll, we'll <laughs> wait till like. Oh, hold on. He said, he said, not love, but can get references, which like <laughs> that's a much better answer than I expected to get. From that's him. also just him answering. Um, but <laughs> so Yui again. So Yui. So this is from, um, it's from this anime, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, which I love and genuinely it's one of those. I've, like, friends of mine that don't like anime have started watching it and loved it. It's just, like, very well written. But, so this was, like, their first opening that they did. Um, it kind of, the music they use is, like, tends to change every time okay. there's a new, like, arc. That's cool. Yeah. It, so I ended up, like, lear- getting a lot of new cool music, which is sick. But, um so this was the first opening. I've, like, loved it since I ever first watched the show, and it's just very, like, I don't know. I feel, like, very, like, high energy when I listen to it. Like, it's a very gym song for me. You know what I mean? But I wrote that it's, like, pop punk. Yeah, Because <laughs> sure. it kind of does have, like, a pop punk feel to it. Um, 
again with my barrier for language. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'd listen to this regularly if it wasn't in. Right. And it does. And when you look at the lyrics, it does kind of maintain, like, I guess it still has a pop punk attitude. It's very much about, like, um, it's like, oh, I'm not taking the safe way out of things anymore. I can't go back to, like, what I was. Like, I'm just going to keep doing... um, I'm just going to, like, keep pushing, I guess. But it's very much about, like, kind of shoving down, like, the ba- like the things that have happened to you in the past and, like, pushing through them. Um, I I just saw To Chase My Wishes, I'll Carry On Living, uh, which, <laughs> like, I just end up thinking of um, Famous Last Words by My Chemical Romance. Yeah, for sure. It definitely has that kind of... And honestly, like, when I heard this song for the first time, I was in that, like, MCR phase oh, of fair. my life. So it totally, like coincides. I'm still in the MCR phase of my life. So, Admittedly, you know. me too. But <laughs> uh, it, it never goes away. And now they're back, you it, know? It creeps up on me, you know? <laughs> like, the week before they announced they're coming back, me and my friend got, like, suddenly very into MCR again, and then they came back. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> Alright. I, I feel like... <laughs> I like now that there's been, like, a cultural reassessment of Mm -hmm. them where, like, the New York Times did, like, an interactive piece on, like, Welcome to the Black Parade, and, like, it was very cool. Um, It also had the option to do it with eyeliner or without (laughs) eyeliner, and with eyeliner, they just did little lines under all the eyes. That's really funny. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I like that. But, but I, uh, yeah. There definitely has been, like, I feel like they're very much, like, uh, I don't know how to say it. People are a lot... I think when MCR first broke up, people kind of... Not, like, had a negative view, necessarily, but I think it got, like, a bad rap. I don't know well, how to phrase it. Well, like, when, when they broke up in 2013, I think... I can't remember when Danger Days had come out, but Danger Days was the last album that they had made. Right. And, like, that... Uh, you know, that album is probably their least enjoyed uh, yeah. from both a critical and fan standpoint. I mm-hmm. like it a lot, but like it's not something that like people are necessarily like you know, if they broke up after the Black Parade, I think that it would have been a much bigger deal, but instead people were kind of like, oh, well, you know, their last album wasn't good anyway. Right. Um but I think now people that were like kids when the Black Parade came out, like I was in fifth grade, so what were you in, like, first grade? I'm, I might have been in kindergarten because I'm five years younger than you, I think. Yes. Or am I doing the math wrong? Because would that be first grade because it's, like, um, five grades? I'm not sure. <laughs> kindergarten or fifth grade, one or the yeah, other. Yeah. <laughs> but so, like, but now, like, people that were, like, even people that were in, like, eighth grade or, like, uh, or, or, like, high school when that record came out and, like, it had a big impact on them are now older and, like, can spend money and yeah. <laughs> and can, like, and, like, have the same sort of, like, out, uh, you know, like, now they're working for, like, Pitchfork or Rolling Stone and stuff. So, like, a place like Pitchfork that in 2005, 2006 might have been, like, this fucking My Chemical Romance shit is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> we'll look at it now and be, you know, now they have a younger 
base that's like, oh no, this record meant a lot and it was really good too. Right. So, um, but yeah, um, James Crowley's Infinite Playlist, the podcast where I only talk about my chemical romance. <laughs> <laughs> Let's roll along into my next pick, which was Untitled Number One, parentheses, Vodka mm-hmm. by Cigaros. listening to this made me it was just like very sad and did you see the music video with it because i looked it up on just youtube and the music video i find gas masks to be the most terrifying thing oh yeah yeah and it's all these kids just like running around in gas masks and and i'm like oh my god i didn't even realize (laughs) (laughs) i i never watch music videos so i do sometimes i don't i don't tend to but like sometimes I don't know if I don't know a song, I tend to look it up on YouTube instead of like Spotify because I feel right. like I'm just not gonna find it sometimes. And yeah. I'm like, I will find it on YouTube, so I can just. Go. Yeah. But um, I I thought it was like good, but I also probably would never listen to it again because <laughs> it made fair. me like sad. <laughs> um, it it is a sad. A lot of like the emo that I like is mm-hmm. like influenced by this band. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I I for me the two things I always think about with this song specifically are um do you know my friend phil i've like met phil but i don't know him um he once like wrote a poem and like posted like basically a music video for the (laughs) poem on youtube um which is uh, i i can roast john i won't roast phil um (laughs) um, but like he used this as like a as like the the background music okay um which like fits and then like um uh, have you ever seen the short film uh I I don't know if it's called I Am the Walrus or Meeting the Walrus. It sounds so familiar, but I don't think I've seen it. It's it's like a five minute like animated film where they took audio from uh, what's it called? Uh, this like teenage kid like broke into John Lennon's hotel room like in the seventies and like interviewed him for forty minutes. Oh. So like they took the audio from that and then just like animated stuff over it. Uh, the guy that did that mm-hmm. also put out a mashup uh, mashup album under the name uh, 
Kids and Explosions, and the album was called Shit Computer, and he used this in the first track, um, and he mashed it up with uh, Till I Collapse by Eminem. Really? Which, Till I Collapse, what's the other song? A Sweet Child of Mine by Guns N' Roses, and I want to say Party and Bullshit by Notorious B.I.G., um, but the way he kind of like does the mashups is it's not like the traditional thing where it's like vocals from one track instrumental where like he just like he cut it up like so tiny that like it almost like just sounds like a record skipping. Um, it's really interesting and cool and like the sweet child of mine stuff that like harmonized with this was very cool. That sounds like really interesting. Like I, it's almost like in a way, kind of like less just a song, it kind of creates like a setting a bit if it's got the record skipping, it kind of sounds like. A little bit. Um, it was definitely like a creative-ish project because like even like uh, a lot of the songs on it were like kind of like smirking where like one, he took like an iron and wine sample and the track was called Swear Words and then it was just audio clips of people cursing. Interesting. So, like, you know, you'd get, like, Eminem being like, fuck, and then, like, <laughs> you know, like, you know, you would just hear, like, just clips of songs where someone's just the curse words. Mm-hmm. So, like, it kind of, like, silly. But so the first track had this song by Sigarose on it, which also this song uh, ruined all my perceptions of international music really? in many different ways. Well, because like, I don't know when it was. I feel like it was a few years ago, maybe like a year ago. I put out a thing on Facebook where I was like, hey, uh, I'm looking for instrumental music or uh, music that isn't in English. Please send me recommendations. Uh, because I was looking for stuff to listen to, like while I read, mm-hmm. and then I, <laughs> I just assumed that they would all sound like this, <laughs> and then people sent me like French pop music and like, like German death metal and stuff, and like it's all cool, but like it, I was like, oh, this isn't what I wanted. Yeah, like not the exact. I don't know, but I definitely I thought it was very. I don't know how what the word is. Like, I could, like, you know when you listen to something and you're like, I know this is, like, good music. Yeah, like, yeah, there's yeah. a lot put into this, but it's very... Mm. It's atmospheric. Also, I found out that uh, the language in this isn't even a real language. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's like... Because, like, prior to this, I had looked up um, the lyrics to this, and, like, this whole album is in... Um, what's it called? It's, like... I'm going to see if I could pull up what the name of it is um it's uh, it's like they're uh, hopelandic hopelandic which like not a real language (laughs) oh so like that's so funny because i was trying to pin down if i could like tell what it was by listening to it and i'm like i don't know i have no idea words (laughs) have no meaning (laughs) or maybe they do but i don't like (laughs) that seems like even harder something about making something with no language like you'd think it'd be easier because you're like oh let me just make a bunch of noises but then you also have to make it like sound good in a yeah it's so, like how do you do it <laughs> i like i know friend uh, <laughs> to go back to phil <laughs> um, <laughs> phil has told me like he's like played songs for me that he's like written and said like oh uh this is like a uh he's like 
I'm like, oh, this is good. I don't like the lyrics. And he's like, oh, those aren't going to be the lyrics. I was just trying to, like, get what syllables I wanted. And, like, mm. you know, kind of interesting in that sense, like finding the vowel sounds. Interesting. And um, but, yeah, let's keep on rolling along into your next pick, which is Raleigh Ritchie, Time in a Tree. To break, but I make mistakes like they were handed on a plate. And I try to leave sometimes, I'm standing in the way. I'm on the edge of crying all the time because I can't human right. What they say, I get wound up from the ground up, and I don't know why. Turn the sound up, drown the noise out, swallow up, don't cry. His heart and his stomach can't take paper or heartbreak. Did Billy Joe have self-esteem? Maybe Vienna wouldn't wait for me. I just want time in a tree. I need a place just for me. Somewhere that I can be free. Keep the faith and just be what you be. Do you ever feel like Tell me a little bit about this. So, fun fact, this is the guy... I know you don't watch Game of Thrones, nope. but he plays Grey Worm in Game of Thrones. Oh, okay, cool. Um, I knew this guy. He... I, like, so... On, he guested on this, like, YouTube channel I like a lot. I, it's, like, a well-known... It's, like, Game Grumps. You've heard Oh, I've heard of them. Yeah. yeah, and he did a few things with them, and he was very funny on it, but they had he had mentioned something about writing music. I'm like, I had no idea he was even a musician. And I looked it up, and I just like I just like the song a lot. I think it's a little, it's not like sad in, in, at all, but it's also like it's kind of very I feel like relatable to a lot of people. It's just like it's very like feeling a little bit lost, but also like yeah. kind of longing for when you were younger and things were simpler. Yeah. Um, but not so much in too much of a sad way. It's just well, kind of like I need a break. <laughs> it's not like it's a very like chilled out song. Mm-hmm. Like this song didn't like. Like, I, I could see myself putting this song on and, like, relaxing. I also wrote, it's a good song to smoke weed to. It definitely um, <laughs> is. Like, that's the vibe you get when you listen to it. But, like, yeah, it's not something that it's, like... Not that I to- smoke weed. <laughs> Anybody who knows me who's listening. Uh, um, Carrie just lit up a massive blunt Absolutely. right in front of me. I just realized I Did very, a line of coke I right off the desk. I very excitedly went, it definitely is. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is my family friend's podcast. Um, um, but yeah, so like it's, uh, yeah, it's cool, chill. Um, yeah, I didn't realize that he was an actor until I looked him up. It's just fun because like... He, you know, because Game of Thrones being like so huge as it was, so it was just very funny to be like listening to and then being like, oh, wait, it's that guy. (laughs) But yeah. No, it's cool. Um, Let's keep on rolling along into your next pick, which is the Electric Light Orchestra, Electric Light Orchestra, Yellow, (laughs) uh, Living Thing.
tell me a little bit about this. Um, I've just always liked this song a lot. Uh, it's very... I don't know how... To, it's one of those songs, like, I think everybody knows, because it's one of those always on, like, the radio, always our go-to station in the car is 104.3. Yeah. I have no say on what station goes <laughs> on in the car. So when I was a kid, we were always listening to, like, that classic rock kind of vibe. And so I've just always liked this song a lot. I just... I like the amount going on into it. Like, I just... I like kind of the technical effects but i also like how it's got the, that band in the like uh, in the back i don't know i'm, <laughs> I'm rambling <laughs> i uh, well so flip side i wrote that it's kind of like muzak muzak what's that that's like <laughs> this is gonna be insult but like elevator music <laughs> it is a little bit though and i like that though because you can kind of zone out while listening yeah, to yeah. it you know yeah it's also a little bit like like yacht rock a little I've never understood what Yacht Rock is. Um, This. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's hard to, like, pinpoint what it... It's basically, like... I listen to Yacht Rock playlists on Spotify a good amount. Right. But I don't know what it means. I just know it always has Earth, Wind, and Fire on it. (laughs) Yeah. It's generally, like, soft-ish music, but not, like... It's hard to explain. It's kind of elevator music to me. The way, like, well, because do you remember what holiday was it when we were talking about what's mom rock versus what's dad rock? Uh, probably Christmas. We, it might have been, been Easter. I yeah. oh no, we, we we were here. Yeah, right? um, maybe it was the Fourth of July. Probably. Yeah, that makes more sense. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so I guess it's kind of like that. Like, it's that middle ground between mom rock and dad rock in my mind. A little bit. I always think of it like <laughs> it needs to be able to be played on a boat. But no, but like kind of like like if you went to a party on a yacht and like it's not like a rager, you know, you're not like uh, not like have you seen Wolf of Wall Street? No, actually. Okay. There's <laughs> there's a great scene where, like, a guy gets out of jail and, like, they throw a party on a yacht. And um, I want to say it's Hypnotized by Notorious B.I.G. is playing. Um, and, like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like what you would expect in that scene where it's, like, topless girls, people doing coke, and, like, you know, just, like, chugging, like, champagne, where, like... This sort of thing, I end up thinking it needs to be like you put it on and like like you're at a yacht party, but like one where like you're walking around with a glass of champagne or a martini instead of doing coke off a stripper's butt. Okay, so like kind of like party music, but like so it can be in the background, but it's fun. Yeah. It's like yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> drinking champagne. <laughs> That's yeah, really, that's a good comparison. <laughs> um, We're not doing coke on the, our boat. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I also have been watching um, Thirty Rock. I love Thirty Rock. I like. I started it when it was on Netflix, and then I never finished it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just found out it's on Prime, so I've been watching it there because um, I don't have Hulu or Disney Plus or anything mm-hmm. because I refuse to pay for things. Oh, mood. Um, <laughs> but, like, so I was watching um, 
the episode where they go on uh, Tracy's yacht, but it's not actually Tracy's <laughs> yeah. yacht. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so like, this is not that type of party. <laughs> <laughs> There's no ELO on Tracy Jordan's boat. <laughs> if only. <laughs> um, but let's keep on rolling along into my next pick, which is Lavi and Rose. Uh, I wrote here as performed by uh, Edith Piaf. <laughs> Des yeux qui fondaient les miens, un rire qui se perd sur sa bouche. Voilà le portrait sans retouche de l'homme auquel j'appartiens. Quand il me prend dans ses bras, il me parle tout bas. Je vois la. But like, really, could have been anyone. I I just like this song. It's a good song, and. I guess that shows because there's so many covers of yeah. it. So, like, it shows how kind of, not, like, how good it is, but, like, how loved it is, I guess. Definitely. I always, like, the, the, do you know Lucy Dacus? I do not. Uh, she's cool singer-songwriter chick. Um, she just put out a cover of this that's, like, kind of, like, post-punky, and mm. it's cool. I also really like um, Kristen Melody's cover is that from... The High Might Remember? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I figured I'd go with the original for this, just because it's a nice song. Yeah, you get that French again for you. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna live in Paris at some point in my life, so you know, I'll. Uh, uh, it's funny when I was there over the summer, I was saying like I could see myself like camping out here for like a month or two, and like <laughs> like if a comedy goes well, like maybe after like. If I did, like, one special and then I'm writing the next one, I'd live in Paris for, like, two months, write the next one. That could be awesome. <laughs> That'd be cool. Um, uh, the, the French know how to live. So. I, I do not know myself, so... <laughs> uh, um, they get, like, hour-long lunch... lunch maybe not an hour, maybe, like, two-hour-long lunch breaks. They, like, go to cafes. It's more common to, like, have, like a drink at lunch gotcha um the caf the cafe culture is super cool in france that's like, always like because that's i feel like that's always the imagery you hear when yeah. you think of paris like the cafe culture and, yeah. yeah i i was very much a tourist <laughs> 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 um but it, it, it was cool just kind of like sitting in the cafes and being like okay cool gonna have like a glass of wine and like i remember i think it was do you know um this american life i do they did an episode all about uh, Paris, and they talked about um, the food, and they said, like, oh, you know, the difference is, is, like, Americans look at food as, like, just, like, something that you need as part of your day, where, like, it's just, like, f medicine, sort of. Mm -hmm. And they said, well, where the French, like, actually, like, enjoy their food and, Gun. like, take pleasure in it. <laughs> um, and definitely get that vibe. <laughs> But uh, yeah, let's keep on rolling along into your next pick, which is Uso, Uso. I think by, Uso by Sid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hey, girl, 
it is just a band I like a lot. It's another like Japanese kind of pop punky band. Um, and this is like the first song I heard from them. It also comes from Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, okay. I won't lie. It's one of their endings. Um, I don't know really. I honestly just don't know what it is about it. I I like the singer in the band a lot. Like I just I like. I don't know what it is because something about it is very like light and airy while also being kind of intense. You know uh, I mean? Yeah, I wrote that it kind of like sounds like it's out of a video game. Yeah. Like this would be like a great like Guitar Hero song. Yeah. Um, but also like, yeah, it's kind of like a driving song. Like, you know, like you could definitely, I could definitely like see myself like speeding down a highway on like a sunny day. It was edited so, you know, I've only had my license for so long. And yeah. a few months. And my friend, I have one friend of mine who's just a very, has always been a very nervous passenger. And she keeps a list of songs that she feels like I'll speed to if I <laughs> listen to. <laughs> and so she's like, this you can't listen to. Like, if it comes up, I'm like, because I, I genuinely, I don't speed because I don't like driving enough right. to speed. I'm like, I just need to get from point A to point yeah, B. Yeah. But she's like, no, we're skipping this. You're going to break <laughs> 70 if you drive. It's like, okay. fair. Uh, I don't know. I kind of, I get that like when I'm like driving with my parents and like if, if like they're in the passenger seat and like my music comes on, if like a like intense pop punk song comes on, they'll be like, you're going to speed and drive like a maniac to this. Oh, for sure. And I'm like, I won't because I hate driving. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I don't get how people love driving. I'm like, I need to get from point A to point B and then I'm done. <laughs> I like, I get it. I just don't, I don't, I think especially now that like I'm down in the city more often than I'm up here. Mm-hmm. Like I just really don't like driving. Yeah. Um, and like the time I liked driving the most was when I had a job that I had to drive like 20 to 30 minutes to every day mm-hmm. and like then I was super comfortable driving. That's like a nice chunk of time I feel like. Yeah. You're like oh, I'm, I'm having a nice like I'm zoning out listening to music right. but not like too long. Well because also like I was on high I was like driving on highways and stuff so like you know I was definitely like more adapt at driving where like then this summer I drove down to like Philly which was like a three hour drive mm-hmm. and I was like I'm nervous the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> well, because that's that's a long time. That's yeah, like, yeah. and you can't. Some sorry, not to make this a podcast about driving. Oh, no, that's <laughs> but like it's kind of like when you're going for that long because you can't because driving is kind of tiring in a way. Because after oh, a long yeah. time, because you're like I have to focus on everything. Like yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. just like okay, here I go. But yeah. Well, know. yeah, and like I definitely like had that and like uh, I, I was very fortunate where like I had a friend with me so like mm-hmm. we were like up and active and good and like I don't know if like we stopped for food at any point which like maybe mm-hmm. we did I don't mm-hmm. know um, but then like the drive back was definitely a little bit easier in that sense because mm-hmm. um, like driving middle of the night I was like oh this is perfect empty roads yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, let's keep on rolling along into my next pick, mm-hmm. which is Nearer My God, parentheses Japanese, <laughs> by Foxing. <laughs> <laughs> Look 
I because when I first looked it up, I forgot to type in Japanese, and I'm like, this is like, <laughs> I can understand. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I found the right version eventually. Um, uh, I I did think about sending just like various versions of this song because they, I think they recorded four when huh? the album came out, and like. Grant, this is not an international song, but, like, Foxing did put out just, like, the same song in... I'm seeing if I can pull it up now. Um, yeah, they put it out as a single in Spanish, Japanese, French, and German. Nice. Um, which I think is very cool. Um and I, I don't know. I think that Foxing is just a good band. I liked it a lot. Um, I liked how it, it kind of, like, in a way, it felt a little eerie, but not too much. Yeah. It was just, like, very, like, atmospheric, like we said before. Um, that's got to be, you know, like, I feel like it's probably hard to, like, translate into so many different songs and keep it still maintaining that same sound quality you want? Definitely. Mm -hmm. um, well, I mean, yeah. And I think especially, granted, I don't know if the lead singer Foxing is fluent in all those languages. I doubt that he is. Mm -hmm. uh, but I feel like, it, you know, once you have the instrumental, you're set, you know your melody and stuff, but then having to do the work of translating mm -hmm. is a lot harder. And, like, I've I've been doing a lot of, like, reading about translation, um, which, like, <laughs> not as good as, like, reading translations. <laughs> but, like, it, it is one of those things where, like, just because, like, language is kind of flawed, you know, nothing translates, like, one-to-one. -one. Mm -hmm. And, like, especially, like, having to, like, maintain, like, a melody and things like that. It's, right. like, one of those things. It's honestly, not to, like, go back to K-pop, but, like, a big thing in that industry kind of if you have a big audience in a certain country, they'll, like, translate. Right. So, like, uh, you know, so there'll be a lot of, like, I think BTS, because that's, like, a big name, like, put out a whole album in Japanese, or, like, I think Seventeen will sometimes do Chinese or Japanese songs. And they, I was, like, because I didn't, you don't think much about it. Right. But they sound, like, very different, almost, when you listen oh, to really? the two different, not, like, because it's still, it's, like, the same song, but it just, like, feels different in a way. And so it must be kind of, like, you got to, like, work through, like, kind of, that's, like, a, I don't know how, I guess work through, like, not only, like, getting your meaning right, but getting, like, what you want to get across, like, sound-wise. Right. right. You know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where, like, I'm very curious about, like, works in translation because, like, uh, I, uh, Grand is my one exposure is reading the Bible. There's a million different translations of the Bible. You know, sure. it wasn't written in English the first time. And depending on the version you read, it's going to be, you know, different. Where, like, you know, the King James Version is the most popular, but also, like, not as, you know, direct a translation as, like, the Oxford translation might be. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and I think that just, like, I feel like doing that with music is kind of something that people don't really talk about as much. Um, granted, there have been pop songs in other languages, but usually I feel like they're not translated or they're not, you know, <laughs> like, you know what I mean. I get what you're saying, yeah. I'm also the one that I end up thinking of the most that I do think 
had a translation, or maybe it was just in English and I'm an idiot, is 99 Luft Balloons. Oh, no. Yeah, that's in German. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's yeah. like the ABBA song, right? No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, actually, I've the never artist been. is Nina. Nina. Um, Why did I think it was ABBA? What's wrong with it? <laughs> well, because ABBA is Swedish. Yeah, like I guess I know. just always assumed. Yeah, you know, they're all those <laughs> Europeans. <laughs> it's all Europeans. <laughs> um, but yeah, I should have put an Abbasana. There's like four different artists, like after I send you my list, that I'm like, since I'm not ad- adhering to the, <laughs> the non-English thing anymore, <laughs> could throw these on, but <laughs> didn't. But yeah, uh, 99 Luft Balloons. Shout out to Abba. Shout out to... <laughs> shout out to... Uh, Ace of Base, mm-hmm. um, who I also almost included. I'm sorry, Nina, for not knowing. <laughs> Shout out to Nina. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are they called? Uh, Real Big Fish, or maybe not Goldfinger. That's the band oh. covered this, um, and like, I think they did it all in English, but then like, just changed it, like, but then do like the last verse in German or something. So mm. oh, cool thing. Um, but uh, yeah, let's keep on rolling along into your next pick, which is Black Friday Rule, mm-hmm. also by Flogging Molly. myself once again so I dream of a man whose hopes never end to kiss with a girl who's as lovely as you I'd give you my heart if you gave me the truth and for this one uh, of the two flogging molly songs this was my preferred one <laughs> i i figured you would um because i like how like the thing i liked a lot about the song i looked it up just because i like looking at the lyrics and i think it's about his divorce right uh that would make sense yeah I, yeah it kind of fits <laughs> <laughs> but i think what i like about the song is that it's very like i like how conflicted he is in his fr- how it's clearly it's not even so much anger it's like frustration in a way yeah and he has these little moments of like feeling like he's okay and then going back or he has these moments of like kind of thinking not like thinking fondly of her but thinking about like oh well she drinks too much coffee which is like <laughs> that's my favorite line in this whole thing <laughs> you drink good. too much coffee i drink too much stout yeah um which like that whole thing is sort of like interesting too just because you don't end up thinking like 
someone drinking coffee could be a problem in a relationship when yeah. really you're just kind of focusing on like just trying sh- to find flaws yeah, a little just, bit. Yeah, you just like drink too much coffee. <laughs> <laughs> but it even seemed to me a little bit of like when you're angry that you still like care about a person in a way yeah. of like, oh, you're drinking too much, like knowing that like she drinks too much coffee and maybe he like used to worry about that. And now he's like, no, I'm just like angry at you. And yeah. I don't want to care about that. <laughs> I feel like the, you drink too much coffee is more just like throwing it at her when she's like, you drink too much. Oh, really? <laughs> it's like, well, you drink too much coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's like uh, the scene in the 40 year old virgin <laughs> when it's like, oh, how much have you had? And he's like, like, how many times have you gone to the bathroom in your <laughs> life? <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, uh, I had something else I wanted to say about this. I also wrote that it's emo-ish. Oh, yeah, a little bit. Um, but yeah. Uh, let's keep on rolling along, in that case, into your n- next pick, which is... 